Section 8 of the Dewey Reims New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 8. Luke chapter 19. Zacchaeus entertains Christ. The parable of the pounds. Christ rides upon an ass and weeps over Jerusalem. And entering, he walked through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was the chief of the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and he could not for the crowd, because he was low of stature. And running before, he climbed up into a sycamore tree, that he might see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus was come to the place, looking up, he saw him, and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste, and come down, for this day I must abide in thy house. And he made haste, and came down, and received him with joy. And when all saw it, they murmured, saying, that he was gone to be a guest with a man that was a sinner. But Zacchaeus, standing, said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have wronged any man of anything, I restore him fourfold. Jesus said to him, This day is salvation come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. As they were hearing these things, he added and spoke a parable, because he was nigh to Jerusalem, and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately be manifested. He said, Therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom, and to return. And calling his ten servants, he gave them ten pounds, and said to them, Trade till I come. Footnote. He gave them ten pounds. In the original, what is here translated a pound is in Latin mina, in value of our coins, three pounds, two shillings, and sixpence. But his citizens hated him, and they sent an embassage after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass that he returned, having received the kingdom, and he commanded his servants to be called, to whom he had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. And the first came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he said to him, Well done, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a little, thou shalt have power over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. And he said to him, Be thou also over five cities. And another came, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin, for I feared thee because thou art an austere man thou takest up what thou didst not lay down and thou reapest that which thou didst not sow he said to him out of thy own mouth i judge thee thou wicked servant thou knewest that i was an austere man taking up what i laid not down and reaping that which i did not sow and why then didst thou not give my money into the bank 
that at my coming I might have exacted it with usury. And he said to them that stood by, Take the pound away from him, and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And they said to him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. But I say to you that to every one that hath shall be given, and he shall abound. And from him that hath not, even that which he hath shall be taken from him. But as for those my enemies, who would not have me reign over them, bring them hither, and kill them before me. And having said these things, he went before, going up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, when he was come nigh to Bethpage and Bethania, unto the mount called Olivet, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the town which is over against you, at your entering into which you shall find the colt of an ass tied, on which no man ever hath sitten. Loose him, and bring him hither. And if any man shall ask you, Why do you loose him? You shall say thus unto him, Because the Lord hath need of his service. And they that were sent went their way, and found the colt standing, as he said unto them. And as they were loosing the colt, the owners thereof said to them, Why loose you the colt? But they said, Because the Lord hath need of him. And they brought him to Jesus. And casting their garments on the colt, they set Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their clothes underneath in the way. And when he was now coming near the descent of Mount Olivet, the whole multitude of his disciples began with joy to praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed be the King who cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory on high. And some of the Pharisees from amongst the multitude said to him, Master, rebuke thy disciples, to whom he said, I say to you that if these shall hold their peace, the stones will cry out. And when he drew near, seeing the city, he wept over it, saying, If thou also hadst known, and that in this thy day the things that are to thy peace, but now they are hidden from thy eyes. For the days shall come upon thee, and thy enemies shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee round, and straighten thee on every side, and beat thee flat to the ground, and thy children who are in thee. And they shall not leave in thee a stone upon a stone, because thou hast not known the time of thy visitation. And entering into the temple, he began to cast out them that sold therein, and them that bought, saying to them, It is written, My house is the house of prayer but you have made it a den of thieves. And he was teaching daily in the temple, and the chief priests and the scribes and the rulers of the people sought to destroy him. And they found not what to do to him, for all the people were very attentive to hear him. Luke chapter 20 The parable of the husbandmen, of paying tribute to Caesar, and of the resurrection of the dead. And it came to pass that on one of the days, as he was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the gospel, the chief priests and the scribes and the ancients met together. 
and spoke to him saying tell us by what authority dost thou these things or who is he that hath given thee this authority and jesus answering said to them i will also ask you one thing answer me the baptism of john was it from heaven or of men but they thought within themselves saying if we shall say from heaven he will say why then did you not believe in him and if we say of men the whole people will stone us for they are persuaded that john was a prophet and jesus said to them neither do i tell you by what authority i do these things and he began to speak to the people this parable a certain man planted a vineyard and let it out to husbandmen and he was abroad for a long time and at the season he sent a servant to the husbandmen that they should give him of the fruit of the vineyard who beating him sent him away empty and again he sent another servant but they beat him also and treating him reproachfully sent him away empty and again he sent the third and they wounded him also and cast him out then the lord of the vineyard said what shall i do i will send my beloved son it may be when they see him they will reverence him whom when the husbandmen saw they thought within themselves saying this is the heir let us kill him that the inheritance may be ours so casting him out of the vineyard they killed him what therefore will the lord of the vineyard do to them he will come and will destroy these husbandmen and will give the vineyard to others which they hearing said to him god forbid but he looking on them said what is this then that is written the stone which the builders rejected the same is become the head of the corner whosoever shall fall upon that stone shall be bruised and upon whomsoever it shall fall it will grind him to powder and the chief priests and scribes sought to lay hands on him the same hour but they feared the people for they knew that he spoke this parable to them and being upon the watch they sent spies who should feign themselves just that they might take hold of him in his words that they might deliver him up to the authority and power of the governor they asked him saying master we know that thou speakest and teachest rightly and thou dost not respect any person but teacheth the way of god in truth is it lawful for us to give tribute to caesar or no but he considering their guile said to them why tempt you me show me a penny whose image and inscription hath it they answering said to him caesar's and he said to them render therefore to caesar the things that are caesar's and to god the things that are god's and they could not reprehend his word before the people and wondering at his answer they held their peace and there came to him some of the sadducees who deny that there is any resurrection and they asked him saying master moses wrote unto us if any man's brother die having a wife and he leave no children that his brother should take her to wife and raise up seed unto his brother there were therefore seven brethren and the first took a wife and died without children 
and the next took her to wife and he also died childless and the third took her and in like manner all the seven and they left no children and died last of all the woman died also in the resurrection therefore whose wife of them shall she be for all the seven had her to wife and jesus said to them the children of this world marry and are given in marriage but they that shall be accounted worthy of that world and of the resurrection from the dead shall neither be married nor take wives neither can they die any more for they are equal to the angels and are the children of god being the children of the resurrection now that the dead rise again moses also showed at the bush when he called the lord the god of abraham and the god of isaac and the god of jacob for he is not the god of the dead but of the living for all live to him and some of the scribes answering said to him master thou hast said well and after that they durst not ask him any more questions but he said to them how say they that christ is the son of david and david himself saith in the book of psalms the lord said to my lord sit thou on my right hand till i make thy enemies thy footstool david then calleth him lord and how is he his son and in the hearing of all the people he said to his disciples beware of the scribes who desire to walk in long robes and love salutations in the marketplace and the first chairs in the synagogues and the chief rooms at feasts who devour the houses of widows feigning long prayer these shall receive greater damnation luke chapter twenty one the widow's mites the signs that should forerun the destruction of jerusalem and the end of the world and looking on he saw the rich men cast their gifts into the treasury and he saw also a certain poor widow casting in two brass mites and he said verily i say to you that this poor widow hath cast in more than they all for all these have of their abundance cast into the offerings of god but she of her want hath cast in all the living that she had and some saying of the temple that it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts he said these things which you see the days will come in which there shall not be left a stone upon a stone that shall not be thrown down and they asked him saying master when shall these things be and what shall be the sign when they shall begin to come to pass who said take heed you be not seduced for many will come in my name saying i am he and the time is at hand go ye not therefore after them and when you shall hear of wars and seditions be not terrified these things must first come to pass but the end is not yet presently then he said to them nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there shall be great earthquakes in diverse places and pestilences and famines and terrors from heaven and there shall be great signs but before all these things they will lay their hands on you and persecute you delivering you up to the synagogues and 
into prisons, dragging you before kings and governors for my name's sake. And it shall happen unto you for a testimony. Lay it up, therefore, in your hearts, not to meditate before how you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to resist and gainsay. And you shall be betrayed by your parents, and brethren, and kinsmen, and friends, and some of you will be put to death. And you shall be hated by all men for my name's sake, but a hair of your head shall not perish. In your patience you shall possess your souls. And when you shall see Jerusalem compassed about with an army, then know that the desolation thereof is at hand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and those who are in the midst thereof depart out, and those who are in the countries not enter into it. For these are the days of vengeance, that all things may be fulfilled that are written. But woe to them that are with child, and give suck in those days, for there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captives into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down by the Gentiles, till the times of the nations be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, by reason of the confusion of the roaring of the sea and of the waves. Men withering away for fear and expectation of what shall come upon the whole world, for the powers of heaven shall be moved. And then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with great power and majesty. But when these things begin to come to pass, look up, and lift up your heads, because your redemption is at hand. And he spoke to them a similitude, See the fig tree and all the trees, when they now shoot forth their fruit. You know that summer is nigh. So you also, when you shall see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is at hand. Amen, I say to you, this generation shall not pass away till all things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. And take heed to yourselves, lest perhaps your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and the cares of this life, and that day come upon you suddenly. For as a snare shall it come upon all that sit upon the face of the whole earth, Watch ye therefore, praying at all times, that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that are to come, and to stand before the Son of Man. And in the daytime he was teaching in the temple, but at night going out he abode in the mount that is called Olivet. And all the people came early in the morning to him in the temple to hear him. Luke chapter 22 the treason of Judas, the Last Supper, the first part of the history of the Passion. Now the feast of unleavened bread, which is called the Pasch, was at hand. And the chief priests and scribes sought how they might put Jesus to death. 
but they feared the people and satan entered into judas who was surnamed iscariot one of the twelve and he went and discoursed with the chief priests and the magistrates how he might betray him to them and they were glad and covenanted to give him money and he promised and he sought opportunity to betray him in the absence of the multitude and the day of the unleavened bread came on which it was necessary that the pasch should be killed and he sent peter and john saying go and prepare for us the pasch that we may eat but they said where wilt thou that we prepare and he said to them behold as you go into the city there shall meet you a man carrying a pitcher of water follow him into the house where he entereth in and you shall say to the good man of the house the master saith to thee where is the guest chamber where i may eat the pasch with my disciples and he will show you a large dining-room furnished and there prepare and they going found as he had said to them and made ready the pasch and when the hour was come he sat down and the twelve apostles with him and he said to them with desire i have desired to eat this pasch with you before i suffer for i say to you that from this time i will not eat it till it be fulfilled in the kingdom of god and having taken the chalice he gave thanks and said take and divide it among you for i say to you that i will not drink of the fruit of the vine till the kingdom of god come and taking bread he gave thanks and break and gave to them saying this is my body which is given for you do this for a commemoration of me footnote do this for a commemoration of me this sacrifice and sacrament is to be continued in the church to the end of the world to show forth the death of christ until he cometh but this commemoration or remembrance is by no means inconsistent with the real presence of the body and blood under these sacramental veils which represent his death on the contrary it is the manner that he himself hath commanded of commemorating and celebrating his death by offering in sacrifice and receiving in the sacrament that body and blood by which we were redeemed and a footnote in like manner the chalice also after he had supped saying this is the chalice the new testament in my blood which shall be shed for you but yet behold the hand of him that betrayeth me is with me on the table and the son of man indeed goeth according to that which is determined and yet woe to that man by whom he shall be betrayed and they began to inquire among themselves which of them it was that should do this thing and there was also a strife amongst them which of them should seem to be the greater and he said to them the kings of the gentiles lord it over them and they that have power over them are called beneficent but you not so but he that is the greater among you let him become as the younger and he that is the leader as he that serveth for which is greater he that sitteth at table or he that serveth is not he that sitteth at table but i am in the midst of you 
as he that serveth. And you are they who have continued with me in my temptations. And I dispose to you, as my Father hath disposed to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and may sit upon thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not, and thou, being once converted, confirm thy brethren, who said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, I say to thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day, till thou thrice deniest that thou knowest me. And he said to them, When I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, did you want anything? But they said, Nothing. Then said he unto them, But now he that hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise a scrip, and he that hath not, let him sell his coat, and buy a sword. For I say to you that this that is written must yet be fulfilled in me. And with the wicked was he reckoned, for the things concerning me have an end. But they said, Lord, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is enough. And going out he went, according to his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was come to the place, he said to them, Pray, lest ye enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn away from them a stone's cast, and kneeling down he prayed, saying, Father, if thou wilt remove this chalice from me, but yet not my will but thine be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him, and being in an agony, he prayed the longer and his sweat became as drops of blood trickling down upon the ground. And when he rose up from prayer, and was come to the disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, Why sleep you? Arise, pray, lest you enter into temptation. And as he was yet speaking, behold, a multitude. And he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them, and drew near to Jesus for to kiss him. And Jesus said to him, Judas, dost thou betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And they that were about him, seeing what would follow, said to him, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answering said, Suffer ye thus far. And when he had touched his ear, he healed him. And Jesus said to the chief priests and magistrates of the temple, and the ancients that were come unto him, Are ye come out, as it were against a thief, with swords and clubs? When I was daily with you in the temple, you did not stretch forth your hands against me, but this is your honor and the power of darkness. And apprehending him, they led him to the high priest's house. But Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall, and were sitting about, Peter was in the midst of them, whom, 
when a certain servant maid had seen sitting at the light and had earnestly beheld him she said this man was also with him but he denied him saying woman i know him not and after a little while another seeing him said thou also art one of them but peter said o man i am not footnote another etc observe here in order to reconcile the four evangelists that diverse persons occurred in charging peter with being christ's disciple till at length they brought him to deny him thrice one the porteress that let him in and afterwards seeing him at the fire first put the question to him and then positively affirmed that he was with christ two another maid accused him to the standers by and gave occasion to the man here mentioned to renew the charge against him which caused the second denial three others of the company took notice of his being a galilean and were seconded by the kinsman of malchus who affirmed he had seen him in the garden and this drew on the third denial and a footnote and after the space as it were of one hour another certain man affirmed saying of a truth this man was also with him for he is also a galilean and peter said man i know not what thou sayest and immediately as he was yet speaking the cock crew and the lord turning looked on peter and peter remembered the word of the lord as he had said before the cock crow thou shalt deny thrice and peter going out wept bitterly and the men that held him mocked him and struck him and they blindfolded him and smote his face and they asked him saying prophesy who is it that struck thee and blaspheming many other things they said against him and as soon as it was day the ancients of the people and the chief priests and scribes came together and they brought him into their council saying if thou be the christ tell us and he saith to them if i shall tell you you will not believe me and if i shall also ask you you will not answer me nor let me go but hereafter the son of man shall be sitting on the right hand of the power of god then said they all art thou then the son of god who said you say that i am and they said what need we any further testimony for we ourselves have heard it from his own mouth luke chapter twenty three the continuation of the history of the passion and the whole multitude of them rising up led him to pilate and they began to accuse him saying we have found this man perverting our nation and forbidding to give tribute to caesar and saying that he is christ the king and pilate asked him saying art thou the king of the jews but he answering said thou sayest it and pilate said to the chief priests and to the multitudes i find no cause in this man but they were more earnest saying he stirreth up the people teaching throughout all judea beginning from galilee to this place but pilate hearing galilee asked if the man were of galilee and when he understood that he was of herod's jurisdiction he sent him away to herod 
who was also himself at Jerusalem in those days. And Herod, seeing Jesus, was very glad, for he was desirous of a long time to see him, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped to see some sign wrought by him. And he questioned him in many words, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and scribes stood by, earnestly accusing him. And Herod, with his army, set him at naught, and mocked him, putting on him a white garment, and sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate were made friends that same day, for before they were enemies one to another. And Pilate, calling together the chief priests and the magistrates and the people, said to them, You have presented unto me this man as one that perverteth the people, and behold, I, having examined him before you, find no cause in this man, in those things wherein you accuse him. No, nor Herod neither, for I sent you to him, and behold, nothing worthy of death is done to him. I will chastise him therefore and release him. Now of necessity he was to release unto them one upon the feast day. But the whole multitude together cried out, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas, who for a certain sedition made in the city, and for a murder, was cast into prison. And Pilate again spoke to them, desiring to release Jesus. And they cried again, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. And he said to them the third time, Why, what evil hath this man done? I find no cause of death in him. I will chastise him therefore, and let him go. But they were instant with loud voices, requiring that he might be crucified, and their voices prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required. And he released unto them him who for murder and sedition had been cast into prison, whom they had desired. But Jesus he delivered up to their will. And as they led him away, they laid hold of one Simon of Cyrene, coming from the country, and they laid the cross on him to carry after Jesus. And there followed him a great multitude of people and of women, who bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus, turning to them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not over me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days shall come wherein they will say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that have not borne, and the paps that have not given suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills cover us. For if in the green wood they do these things, what shall be done in the dry? And there were also two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, they crucified him there, and the robbers, one on the right hand, and the other on the left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. But they, dividing his garments, cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he be Christ, the elect of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him, and offering him vinegar, 
and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And there was also a superscription written over him in the letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of those robbers who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Neither dost thou fear God, seeing thou art under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due rewards of our deeds, but this man hath done no evil. And he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me, when thou shalt come into thy kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Amen, I say to thee, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. Footnote. In paradise. That is, in the happy state of rest, joy, and peace everlasting, Christ was pleased by a special privilege to reward the faith and confession of the penitent thief with a full discharge of all his sins, both as to the guilt and punishment, and to introduce him immediately after death into the happy society of the saints, whose limbo, that is, the place of their confinement, was now made a paradise by our Lord's going thither. And, a footnote. and it was almost the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And saying this, he gave up the ghost. Now the centurion, seeing what was done, glorified God, saying, Indeed, this was a just man. And all the multitude of them that were come together to that sight and saw the things that were done returned, striking their breasts. And all his acquaintance and the women that had followed him from Galilee stood afar off, beholding these things. And behold, there was a man named Joseph, who was a counsellor, a good and a just man. The same had not consented to their counsel and doings of Arimathea, a city of Judea, who also himself looked for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus, and taking him down, he wrapped him in fine linen and laid him in a sepulchre that was hewed in stone, wherein never yet any man had been laid. And it was the day of the Parasive, and the Sabbath drew on. Footnote. Parasive, that is, the eve or day of preparation for the Sabbath. End of footnote. And the women that were come with him from Galilee, following after, saw the sepulchre and how his body was laid. And returning, they prepared spices and ointments, and on the Sabbath day they rested, according to the commandment. Luke chapter 24 Christ's Resurrection and Manifestation of Himself to His Disciples and on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled back from the sepulchre, and going in they found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were astonished in their mind at this, behold, 
two men stood by them in shining apparel and as they were afraid and bowed down their countenance towards the ground they said unto them why seek you the living with the dead he is not here but is risen remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in galilee saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again and they remembered his words and going back from the sepulchre they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest and it was mary magdalene and joanna and mary of james and the other women that were with them who told these things to the apostles and these words seemed to them as idle tales and they did not believe them but peter rising up ran to the sepulchre and stooping down he saw the linen cloths laid by themselves and went away wondering in himself at that which was come to pass and behold two of them went the same day to a town which was sixty furlongs from jerusalem named emmaus and they talked together of all these things which had happened and it came to pass that while they talked and, and reasoned with themselves jesus himself also drawing near went with them but their eyes were held that they should not know him and he said to them what are these discourses that you hold one with another as you walk and are sad and one of them whose name was cleophas answering said to him art thou only a stranger in jerusalem and hast not known the things that have been done there in these days to whom he said what things and they said concerning jesus of nazareth who was a prophet mighty in work and word before god and all the people and how our chief priests and princes delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him but we hoped that it was he that should have redeemed israel and now besides all this to-day is the third day since these things were done yea and certain women also of our company affrighted us who before it was light were at the sepulchre and not finding his body came saying that they had all seen a vision of angels who say that he is alive and some of our people went to the sepulchre and found it so as the women had said but him they found not then he said to them o foolish and slow of heart to believe in all things which the prophets have spoken ought not christ to have suffered these things and so to enter into his glory and beginning at moses and all the prophets he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things that were concerning him and they drew nigh to the town whither they were going and he made as though he would go farther but they constrained him saying stay with us because it is towards evening and the day is now far spent and he went in with them and it came to pass whilst he was at table with them he took bread and blessed and break and give to them and their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight and they said one to the other was not our heart burning within us whilst he spoke in the way and opened to us the scriptures and rising up the same hour they went back to jerusalem and they found the eleven gathered together 
and those that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how they knew him in the breaking of bread. Now, whilst they were speaking these things, Jesus stood in the midst of them, and saith to them, Peace be to you, it is I, fear not. But they being troubled and frightened, supposed that they saw a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do thoughts arise in your hearts? See my hands and feet, that it is I myself. Handle and see, for the spirit hath not flesh and bones, as you see me to have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. But while they yet believed not, and wondered for joy, he said, Have you here anything to eat? And they offered him a piece of a broiled fish and a honeycomb. And when he had eaten before them, taking the remains, he gave to them. And he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was yet with you, that all things must needs be fulfilled which are written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise again from the dead the third day, and that penance and remission of sins should be preached in his name unto all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, and you are witnesses of these things. And I send the promise of my Father upon you, but stay you in the city till you be endued with power from on high. Footnote. The promise of my Father, that is, the Holy Ghost, whom Christ had promised that his Father and he would send. John chapter 14, verse 26, and chapter 17, verse 7. End of footnote. And he led them out as far as Bethania, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. And it came to pass, whilst he blessed them, he departed from them, and was carried up to heaven. And they, adoring, went back into Jerusalem with great joy. And they were always in the temple, praising and blessing God. Amen. The Holy Gospel of Jesus Christ according to St. John St. John the Apostle and Evangelist was the son of Zebedee and Salome brother to James the Greater. He was called the beloved disciple of Christ, and stood by at his crucifixion. He wrote the gospel after the other evangelists, about sixty-three years after our Lord's ascension. Many things that they had omitted were supplied by him. The original was written in Greek, and by the Greek he is titled the Divine. St. Jerome relates that when he was earnestly requested by the brethren to write the gospel, he answered he would do it if, by ordering a common fast, they would all put up their prayers together to the Almighty God, which, being ended, replenished with the clearest and fullest revelation coming from heaven, he burst forth into that preface, In the beginning was the word. John chapter 1 the divinity and incarnation of christ john bears witness of him he begins to call his disciples 
in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him and without him was made nothing that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it there was a man sent from god whose name was john this man came for a witness to give testimony of the light that all men might believe through him he was not the light but was to give testimony of the light that was the true light which enlighteneth every man that cometh into this world he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not he came unto his own and his own received him not but as many as received him he gave them power to be made the sons of god to them that believe in his name who are born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of god and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we saw his glory the glory as it were of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth john beareth witness of him and crieth out saying this was he of whom i spoke he that shall come after me is preferred before me because he was before me and of his fullness we all have received and grace for grace for the law was given by moses grace and truth came by jesus christ no man hath seen god at any time the only begotten son who is in the bosom of the father he hath declared him and this is the testimony of john when the jews sent from jerusalem priests and levites to him to ask him who art thou and he confessed and did not deny and he confessed i am not the christ and they asked him what then art thou elias and he said i am not art thou the prophet and he answered no they said therefore unto him who art thou that we may give an answer to them that sent us what sayest thou of thyself he said i am the voice of one crying in the wilderness make straight the way of the lord as said the prophet isaiah and they that were sent were of the pharisees and they asked him and said to him why then dost thou baptize if thou be not christ nor elias nor the prophet john answered them saying i baptize with water but there hath stood one in the midst of you whom you know not the same is he that shall come after me who is preferred before me the latchet of whose shoe i am not worthy to loose these things were done in bethania beyond the jordan where john was baptizing the next day john saw jesus coming to him and he saith behold the lamb of god behold him who taketh away the sin of the world this is he of whom i said after me there cometh a man who is preferred before me because he was before me and i knew him not but that he may be made manifest in israel therefore am i come baptizing with water and john gave testimony saying i saw the spirit coming down as a dove from heaven and he remained upon him
and i knew him not for he who sent me to baptize with water said to me he upon whom thou shalt see the spirit descending and remaining upon him he it is that baptizeth with the holy ghost and i saw and i gave testimony that this is the son of god the next day again john stood and two of his disciples and beholding jesus walking he saith behold the lamb of god and the two disciples heard him speak and they followed jesus and jesus turning and seeing them following him saith to them what seek you who said to him rabbi which is to say being interpreted master where dwellest thou he saith to them come and see they came and saw where he abode and they stayed with him that day now it was about the tenth hour and andrew the brother of simon peter was one of the two who had heard of john and followed him he findeth first his brother simon and saith to him we have found the messiah which is being interpreted the christ and he brought him to jesus and jesus looking upon him said thou art simon the son of jonah thou shalt be called kephos which is interpreted peter on the following day he would go forth into galilee and he findeth philip and jesus said to him follow me now philip was of bethsaida the city of andrew and peter philip findeth nathaniel and saith to him we have found him of whom moses in the law and the prophets did write jesus the son of joseph of nazareth and nathaniel said to him can anything of good come from nazareth philip saith to him come and see jesus saw nathaniel coming to him and he saith of him behold an israelite indeed in whom there is no guile nathaniel saith to him whence knowest thou me jesus answered and said to him before that philip called thee when thou wast under the fig tree i saw thee nathaniel answered him and said rabbi thou art the son of god thou art the king of israel jesus answered and said to him because i said unto thee i saw thee under the fig tree thou believest greater things than these shalt thou see and he saith to him amen amen i say to you you shall see the heaven open and the angels of god ascending and descending upon the son of man john chapter two christ changes water into wine he casts the sellers out of the temple and the third day there was a marriage in cana of galilee and the mother of jesus was there and jesus also was invited and his disciples to the marriage and the wine failing the mother of jesus saith to him they have no wine and jesus saith to her woman what is that to me and to thee my hour is not yet come footnote what is that to me etc these words of our saviour spoken to his mother have been understood by some commentators as harsh they not considering the next following verse whatsoever he shall say to you do ye which plainly shows that his mother 
knew of the miracle that he was to perform and that it was at her request he wrought it besides the manner of speaking the words as to the tone and the countenance shown at the same time which could only be known to those who were present or from what had followed for words indicating anger in one tone of voice would be understood quite the reverse in another and footnote his mother saith to the waiters whatsoever he shall say to you do ye now there were set there six water-pots of stone according to the manner of the purifying of the jews containing two or three measures apiece jesus saith to them fill the water-pots with water and they fill them up to the brim and jesus saith to them draw out now and carry to the chief steward of the feast and they carried it and when the chief steward had tasted the water made wine and knew not whence it was but the waiters knew who had drawn the water the chief steward calleth the bridegroom and saith to him every man at first setteth forth good wine and when men have well drunk then that which is worse but thou hast kept the good wine until now this beginning of miracles did jesus in cana of galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him after this he went down to capharnaum he and his mother and his brethren and his disciples and they remained there not many days and the pasch of the jews was at hand and jesus went up to jerusalem and he found in the temple them that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting and when he had made as it were a scourge of little cords he drove them all out of the temple the sheep also and the oxen and the money of the changers he poured out and the tables he overthrew and to them that sold doves he said take these things hence and make not the house of my father a house of traffic and his disciples remembered that it was written the zeal of thy house hath eaten me up the jews therefore answered and said to him what sign dost thou show unto us seeing thou dost these things jesus answered and said to them destroy this temple and in three days i will raise it up the jews then said six and forty years was this temple in building and wilt thou raise it up in three days but he spoke of the temple of his body when therefore he was risen again from the dead his disciples remembered that he had said this and they believed the scripture and the word that jesus had said now when he was at jerusalem at the pasch upon the festival day many believed in his name seeing his signs which he did but jesus did not trust himself unto them for that he knew all men and because he needed not that any should give testimony of man for he knew what was in man john chapter three christ's discourse with nicodemus john's testimony and there was a man of the pharisees named nicodemus a ruler of the jews this man came to jesus by night and said to him rabbi we know that thou art come a teacher from god for no man can do these signs which thou dost 
unless God be with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Amen, amen, I say to thee, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus answered, Amen, amen, I say to thee, unless a man be born again of water and the Holy Ghost, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Footnote. Unless a man be born again, etc. By these words our Saviour hath declared the necessity of baptism, and by the word water it is evident that the application of it is necessary with the words. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. And footnote. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Wonder not that I said to thee, You must be born again. The Spirit breatheth where he will, and thou hearest his voice, but thou knowest not whence he cometh, and whither he goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be done? Jesus answered and said to him, Art thou a master in Israel, and knowest not these things? Amen, amen, I say to thee, that we speak what we know, and we testify what we have seen, and you receive not our testimony. If I have spoken to you earthly things, and you believe not, how will you believe if I shall speak to you heavenly things? And no man hath ascended into heaven, but he that descended from heaven, the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him may not perish, but may have life everlasting. For God so loved the world as to give his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him may not perish, but may have life everlasting. For God sent not his Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world may be saved by him. He that believeth in him is not judged, but he that doth not believe is already judged, because he believeth not in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Footnote. Is not judged. He that believeth, that is, by a faith working through charity, is not judged, that is, is not condemned, but the obstinate unbeliever is judged, that is, condemned already, by retrenching himself from the society of Christ and his church. And, a footnote. and this is the judgment, because the light is come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than the light, for their works were evil. Footnote. The judgment, that is, the cause of his condemnation, for every one that doth evil hateth the light, and cometh not to the light, that his works may not be reproved. But he that doth truth cometh to the light, that his works may be made manifest, because they are done in God. Footnote. He that doth truth, that is, he that acteth according to truth, which here signifies the law of God. Thy law is truth. Psalms 118 
142. After these things Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he abode with them and baptized. And John also was baptizing in Enon near Salim, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, for John was not yet cast into prison. And there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews concerning purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond the Jordan, to whom thou gavest testimony, behold, he baptizeth, and all men come to him. John answered and said, A man cannot receive anything unless it be given him from heaven. You yourselves do bear me witness that I said that I am not Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, who standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth with joy because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth, of the earth he is, and of the earth he speaketh. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he hath seen and heard, that he testifieth, and no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God hath sent speaketh the words of God, for God doth not give the Spirit by measure. The Father loveth the Son, and he hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth in the Son hath life everlasting, but he that believeth not the Son shall not see life but the wrath of God abideth on him. End of section 8